hello, hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi everyone. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast and use yep, the yep. hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Welcome and to- And we've been seeing those reviews, guys. Yeah, and welcome like, to episode yeah. 99. 99. How did we get here? Nicholas, who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought it? <laughs> um, now, it. that is actually crazy. 99 episodes. I know, um, 99. But, but anyway, let us introduce ourselves yeah. first anyway. Uh, yeah, if you are new. Um, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Diana. Welcome. Yep, welcome. Um... Yeah, and actually, can can I just say I'm, I know that usually we leave thank yous to the end, but actually, thank you guys for rocking with us for yes. 99 episodes. Like we've seen as well, people who we can see we can see when you guys are catching up and mm. going from the beginning and just like going through all of our episodes. And no, it's actually it's crazy just seeing so many mm-hmm. of you listening to us. Like when we're just we like the way we started this podcast was just like. Yeah, let's start. We feel like we have something to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's 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 do it. And it was just very spontaneous. Yeah, it's just um, like the growth. It's just come so quickly as well. It's really yeah. it's really cool. Um Yeah. yeah and the time's Andy, gone so fast as well. It has. Like bearing in mind we started this when there was a lockdown, I think. Uh yes, we did. It's we just started so twenty. Quickly. No, we started twenty twenty one, but in January, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we were preparing yeah. in twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, but we were in a lockdown. It was the second mm-hmm. it was the second lockdown then. Yeah. Um yeah. and we had met in the during the first lockdown, I think. Yeah. And I guess we'll talk yeah. about all of this stuff in our hundredth episode. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like the way that things have had to transition as well from us having a lot of free time like during lockdown to actually being able mm-hmm. to record and you know map things out literally to now, us being a lot busier yeah. but we're still maintaining it we're i'm still, just proud of we us we still managed to make it that's so true you are so yeah. right like things have changed like, a lot yeah no i've had a whole two jobs yeah <laughs> well a whole three i've started two new jobs during yeah, this podcast yeah and i've like, had two i guess yeah i started on one job now i'm on another yeah that's madness. Anyway, yeah, we'll get into that next week. You yeah. guys um, prepare for the fun and you guys can celebrate with us our mm-hmm. 100th episode because that is crazy. What a milestone. But yeah. yeah. Um, but thank, so but thank you guys for rocking with us for 99 yeah, episodes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I hope you guys don't um, give up now. <laughs> yeah, don't give up. Tell your like, friends. Oh, Tell your they're family. They're boring now. Don't want to hear it. Oh, they think they're too big now because they've got 100 episodes. Like, you know what like, I was thinking earlier? I was like, yeah. I was thinking, oh, we're, we're versatile with our topics. And I was thinking, we've probably had about five episodes where we talk about our love for High School Musical. <laughs> we oh talk about gosh, High School Musical yes. a lot. <laughs> yeah. We've spoken about Harry Potter a few times as yeah, well. Yeah, and Harry Potter. Like, yeah. But it's like fresh ideas come to mind. And we're like, I just need to add this to the last point I made. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching High School Musical again. So <laughs> Yeah, it's because you watch it every two months. It's like, oh, okay. I do. I watch it all the time. Um, yeah. And I have to watch it in a marathon each time. So... <laughs> Yeah, oh, sorry, I do cute. love High School Musical. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, anyway, shall we get on to some news topics? Yeah, we've got loads to talk about this week. We do. Um, so, yeah, sorry, we're going to have to start off sad. Um, but, yeah, just some news topics. Um, a mother and her children have 
trigger warning, have been killed in a fire in Nottingham, um, which is really sad. Um, a mother and her two children were killed in Nottingham in a flat fire, um, which is really, really sad. So um, someone mm-hmm. essentially set a light to their house and they died. And these, this family, um, they're a black family and a white man set fire to their house and they died. Um, this is and the awful. two children are literally like babies. Um, and yeah, this is Nottingham in the UK. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously people are saying that this probably a racially motivated attack. Um, well, it is. I think it's actually been said that it is a racially it? motivated attack now. Yeah. What I saw last was that the police said that it's not. Um, because that's what oh, they always do. I thought do. I heard. Yeah, I thought the last I heard that the police have said that yes, it is racially motivated because oh, the man okay. has actually has videos and stuff where he's there saying how mm-hmm. just basically be racist, and he's said, yeah. "No, I am. This is what I am." Like, and he stated it. So I've heard that might be Gosh. that might be incorrect information, but um, yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what I'd heard. I'd last heard. Um, yeah, it's just awful, and I think um, the husband um, of the woman, mm-hmm. he's been living in America, and they were set to go out there and live with him, but now oh, his no. family are all gone. Um, That's which is so just awful. That is heartbreaking, especially before Christmas and stuff. It's just like oh, that is heartbreaking. Disgusting. But like they they were literally about to leave to go mm-hmm. and live in America. That is yeah. awful. But it's this just man. Tragic. Oh gosh, that's and, awful. And as well, this was even like um it wasn't even like premeditated. It was just like he just went and decided this is who I'm going to kill today. Like gosh. that is heartbreaking. Yeah, and the children, they were literally babies. Like I just I mm. I just can't believe anyone could be so cruel and do something like this. Yeah. Like and how yeah. could your hatred for um black people or immigrants or any type of group of people be that deep where you'd literally go set their house on fire. Like, I just, I, I don't Mad. Know. Yeah, it's no. incomprehensible. That's awful. Like, I find as well, I just, partially as well, I feel like we probably will see more racially motivated attacks, mm-hmm. especially considering we have um, Rishi Sunak, um, Southeast Asian prime minister. Mm. You know, like, I just feel like the racists are going to start coming out of the woodworks, literally. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's yeah, that and the hostility towards um, refugees and asylum seekers yeah, just getting deeper exactly. and deeper. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I agree. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get yeah. bad. Um, yeah. But th- that's just heartbreaking. Like, mm. rest in peace to... Like, uh, we shouldn't even have to be saying this. <laughs> like, yeah. this, uh, this family, this young family should still be alive. Mm-hmm. And she should be flying out to her husband, like with her children. That's so like it's awful yeah. that we have to say rest in peace to this family because yeah, it's, it's just like what 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 have they died for? Just for what? For nothing. Um, for nothing. Yeah, but like rest in peace to that family yes. and thoughts are and prayers are obviously with their family, her husband. Um, and everybody who is grieving them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tragic. Um, the next story is also another sad one. So mm-hmm. um, a little boy, five years old, um, his name's Yusuf. 
he had an infection after being sent home from school uh, no from hospital um his family like begged the staff to keep him um but essentially he had an infection that spread to his lungs which caused several organ failures um and triggered a number of cardiac arrests and he passed away um his family begged the doctors to keep him in hospital because oh. they um knew that something was wrong with their child but yeah they couldn't keep him in hospital they were just given like antibiotics which weren't really doing the job um mm-hmm. and yeah he passed away and um it's been said online i just need to verify it that they were told that there weren't enough hospital beds um to actually keep him in hospital um so again the government have killed someone else basically yeah. so that the father has said that um he was told we've got no space for him what do you want us to do um which is just crazy like it's just it's awful i just find what is just so like really just like devastating about the situation with the nhs at the moment is that okay okay one you've got the aspect that um this family were they were they it's a black family yeah um, um asian family oh an asian family so an asian boy who has died and it's just like okay i'm sorry like parents know when there's something wrong with their children they know if there's something off with their child Mm -hmm. and it's the fact that like you have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing to get to, to to one get doctors to take you seriously mm. and um and nurses to take you seriously i'm sorry like we shouldn't have to be fighting to be taken seriously and for um brown black and brown people's pain to be taken seriously you know yeah. like the parents will know when there's something wrong with their child instead they're to being told oh what do you want me to do about it there's no beds and then mm. so then now we also get onto there's a lack of a lack of empathy within mm-hmm. the NHS system. Like a lot of the people working there, a lot of the people who are working there who are like managing to hack out this the the stress and all of that. I'm sorry, they 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 all kind of lack lack a lot of empathy, lack a lot of emotional intelligence. Obviously, obviously, I'm not referring to everyone in the NHS. Mm-hmm. We know that there's doctors, we know that there's nurses who are very caring people and who do care about the jobs and li- and saving lives and stuff. But then there's a lot of people who literally, they they have no empathy. They don't care. They are so happy to tell to tell um, minorities that, what do you want me to do about it? There's no mm. beds, I can't do nothing. They're so happy to do that. And I'm sorry, like the death of this child is on them as well, as well as on yeah. the government. But I do think part of it as well is that like, yeah, there's the innate side where some people are just like innately like racist, like they, and they have these prejudices. But then I think there's also the other side where it's like NHS staff, like the numbers are shrinking and Mm -hmm. the pay rises aren't matching up to Mm -hmm. um, inflation. The workload. Yeah, and Um, the workload. They didn't get the pay rises that they deserved after lockdown and the tragedy Mm -hmm. that they saw throughout the whole of lockdown where they Mm -hmm. were having to tell people that their family members were dying like crazy rates there's people probably who were hired to do that as a job like yeah so the amount of people that the the amount of people that probably have ptsd that work for the nhs Mm -hmm. and they've just become desensitized to these types of things it's like definitely another part of the problem it's like they might Mm -hmm. naturally have that empathy but now they've had to create this like hard exterior because their job like it, yeah. the job is becoming so tough. Um, well, that's well. The thing is, that's that's what I mean because it's like 
like I really don't blame people who decide that they need to come out of the NHS and they need to leave that that mm. tight line of work because obviously when it gets to a point where where you want where you've gone into a a career field where you want to help people you want to save people's lives but then but then there's like nothing you can do about it because you are overworked you are stressed and you are being stretched mm. across the system like i can understand why people have chosen like no i can't stay in stay in this job yeah. because i'm not i'm you know like all i'm seeing around me is just is everything is out of my control mm-hmm. i can understand that completely and and that's the thing like you said like some of these people may may naturally have empathy but then there's, mm. but then this is the, another thing though there's a lot of people who naturally don't and they're in these yeah. jobs yeah as that's, well that's scary and yeah because it's just and it's just terrifying that someone can turn around and be like what do you want me to do about it i'm sorry like that your attitude shouldn't be directed at a, at a family that is really that is scary that is scared mm-hmm. for the life of their son you, do you know what i mean yeah yeah and, but then this is the thing again like minorities it's minorities who are getting all of this attitude who are getting the backlash because it's like why are you even here you shouldn't even be mm-hmm. like this whole idea you shouldn't be in our country or this bullshit and that's just that's just really upsetting it's mm-hmm. you know yeah. like yeah yeah it's just tragic again um yeah but yeah um sending love to Issa's family another child that didn't mm-hmm. have to die that has died because of yeah lack of funding and lack well, of care lack of, of funding and mm-hmm. negligence mm-hmm. awful um ooh, now on to another person who was a child when they were neglected by the state again who is another brown person mm-hmm. um Shamima Begum um, I think most people know about her, but um, essentially yeah. I've got a bit of a blurb here. So in February 2020, a tribunal ruled the removal of um, Shamima, Shamima Begum's citizenship um, was lawful. So essentially she moved to Syria and um, was a child at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And she became someone's wife, had a baby and... Then she wanted to get back into the UK. She couldn't get back into the UK because they stripped her of her citizenship. Mm-hmm. Um, can I? Um, sorry, sorry to interject, but like, yeah. you can carry on. But can I just correct about her moving to Syria? Like, let's let's say what it is. Yeah, she you know, move. this girl was this girl was probably groomed. Yeah, at the traffic. end of the day, a lot a lot of the a lot of the young girls who were going to Syria were groomed. And like, let's let's actually mm-hmm. use use those words because it's just you know let's not make light of the fact that she was a child <laughs> so yeah you can't just yeah. up and decide to move anywhere it's um, very true yeah, carry like, on when when you're a child it's, you don't have the autonomy to, like yeah as a child how can you with no money how can you move yourself yeah you can't and how yourself. can you just just make those decisions like yeah i'm, I'm yeah. gonna move like no she was yeah. groomed some way yeah. or the other exactly i agree 100 percent um but so um, she basically is still in Syria. She can't come back to the UK, um, even though she mm-hmm. wants to come back to the UK. I believe her baby died. Do- so would it, did, didn't she, she'd come back to the UK. She was in a refugee camp and they weren't letting her in basically. And um, which at the time she gave birth 
Mm-hmm. And then um her then three days later her baby died of pneumonia because Gosh. of the very poor conditions in these refugee camps. That's and so that sad. I'm sure that was she had she was in the UK and she was asking to be let back in, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think yeah. I think that's what it was. It may may not have been, but um, but her baby died of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah. So the update is that in February 2020, tribunal ruled that removing Miss Begum's citizenship was lawful because she was a citizen of Bangladesh by descent. So essentially, her parents were from Bangladesh. So removing her British mm-hmm. nationality wouldn't make her stateless. Bangladesh said she. Uh, that was not the case and she would not be allowed into the country obviously because she wasn't born there i believe she wasn't yeah. born there she didn't live there she lived she in was east born london in the uk yeah she was, she was born in the uk literally <laughs> the and end. then um in february 2021 the supreme court decided that miss ba- begum could not return to the uk to appeal against the decision lawyers for miss begum who remain in a camp controlled by armed guards um, oh, she remains in a camp controlled by armed guards in northern Syria and now challenging the removal of her citizenship at the Special Immigration Appeal Commission. They argue the decision was unlawful as it did not consider whether she had been a child victim of trafficking. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's basically so- lawyers are working on... Um, yeah, challenging Appealing. the Supreme Court's yeah. decision, um, which but the thing I is, so is necessary because she was a child. Yeah, so basically, they've they've just tried her, trialed her as an adult. Yeah, Ad- yeah, literally. Like, and I'm sure she's she's younger than us. I'm sure it's like yeah. now she's yeah she's like, I'm sure she's only like twenty or something. Yeah, now. I think she's early twenties. Yeah, just. Mm. I, I just I, again I'm just so like I'm just gobsmacked at what actually because I've said this before in um, previous episodes just how just yeah. how the how the UK media and how propaganda can really like twist your mind and make mm-hmm. you think something else of, of, of a situation and how like and sometimes I know like they like to shout and make fun of people being woke and whatever. But the thing is, is that we actually need to wake up and, and like actually see what is it that they're not telling us and what mm. what agenda are they trying to push? Because like, because I remember when this, when this story first broke out, when she wanted to return to the UK, I was like thinking, oh, why should she return? But then it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. She was 15 yeah. years old when she Read went. The facts. Yeah. She, she at 15 years old, she apparently made the decision to up and move to Syria and get married. Like those two decisions are, she was not like legally mm-hmm. in the UK, in this UK legally, she wouldn't be able to make those decisions because she's 15. Mm. Like, you know, so, and and this is the thing, like the way the UK are, are just really trying to poison everybody's mind through, through media on, on immigrants and stuff like that. And like, you know, we need to have this enemy you know of mm-hmm. you know but then they're not addressing the war crimes of tony blair do you know what i mean like it's just it's true and i yeah. just think we we as a country find so many ways to like obviously there's the whole adultification of like black girls mm-hmm. and asian girls fall into that as well like brown yeah. girls fall into that um but we we find it so easy to criminalize and um yeah criminalize children for things that are just not right. Like for instance, county lines yeah. drug 
drugs, like children going outside of London, outside Again, of cities to sell where drugs. children are being groomed. Yeah, they're being groomed. But then we've got this perception of like when we see children like doing this stuff or we hear of children doing this stuff, like the newspapers and the media just likes to completely criminalise them. And it's like these yeah. are children that have actually been groomed. Similar to this, like when children have been trafficked and, trafficked and groomed and they're brown, it's like we don't give a shit <laughs> as a country. Mm-hmm. We literally don't care. And this we've shown it. Yeah. And especially because her parents are from Bangladesh, they could just say, oh, we're stripping your citizenship because you, you're from another country. It's like, mm-hmm. would they do that if she was a white child from like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, from like Ireland. Poland or something. Yeah, like or Ireland, probably not. Like it, it's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. It is, it is disgusting, and I just find, yeah, it is, it is crazy. Just mm. anyway, like I just really hope that um, Shamima Begum's lawyers can actually help to um, overturn this decision because the decision isn't lawful and it is. Yeah. You know, it's not right. She, she. At the end of the day, she is a she is a UK citizen, and really, the UK should be dealing with their problems, not trying to ship them mm-hmm. off to Bangladesh for yeah. other countries to sort out. You know, like if if she if Shamima Begum needs to be quote unquote punished, I'm using my quotation fingers, mm. punished, then she should be trialed and in the UK and go to um, either a a prison or institute in the UK, you know, if that's, if that's what is meant to be doing, if she needs to, if she needs to be punished for her so-called crimes, that's what she, that's, that's, she should be prosecuted Mm -hmm. here in the UK where she was born. The UK can't just turn around pick and choose who, who are good enough to be refugees or not. And, who they want to you know like you know when they were born here like that's that's not it Um, yeah they just love they love to just treat bloody children like shit i just hate it here i hate it but then it's like other countries probably are all doing the same like we're just oh yeah privy to this oh it's not nice um yeah it's not but justice for our children yeah justice and you know what, like, just less racism in this fucked up UK, mm. please. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that's that's all the news we've got. So we're finished with all the sad bits now. Um, oh yeah, so something was in that in uh, something interesting that Diana saw and pointed out to me. Spotify has started doing audiobooks, which yes. Okay, so this is me starting to be nerdy. Yeah. Okay, from a UX perspective, um, guys, sorry, <laughs> as a user experience designer. Anyway, um, UX perspective, this is an amazing idea. Like, because, mm-hmm. okay, apps, all that, all apps want to do is how can they keep people on their app for as long as possible and to mm. be staying using their app and keeping them on the app. Um, so this idea of Spotify audiobooks is perfect because say if there's books that you haven't got a chance to read, everybody like everybody has a Spotify subscription because the ads mm-hmm. were, are annoying when you're listening to music. Everybody has it. So, okay, any books that you haven't got around to reading, oh, let's try and get more people into audiobooks. It's fantastic <laughs> because um, it means that it's like, okay, so this is just me... Um, 
we'll get into actually how it works in a second but from like just a perspective just um outward looking in perspective everybody having a spotify subscription already being able to just like be able to get access to books as well Mm. it just means that it's like it just makes sense because now all everybody's music is in one place everybody's podcast is in one place and then now everybody's books are all in one place yeah you don't have to be downloading other apps you don't need to be taking out other subscriptions you don't need to be doing that so like literally i think this is an amazing idea it's going to keep people kind of on spotify rather than coming dipping in and out mm-hmm. um because I even with um, when it comes to like Spotify and Spotify wrapped, which uh, let's um, I don't know the name of the girl, but let's shout out the black girl who actually came up with that idea, mm. which Spotify stole when she um, when she was interning there. But um, the whole thing, with, even with Spotify wrapped, like knowing that I'm when it's coming to the end of the year, I'm going to see everything that I was listening to mm. and just get some kind of insights. Like that's what's made me go back to Spotify to listen to podcasts yeah. because I was listening to podcasts a lot on Apple podcasts b- yeah. before because when I used to listen to podcasts on Spotify, when I was driving sometimes after, after an hour, it would just pause and I'm driving. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, why is this pause? I'm listening right now. And mm. obviously I don't like, I don't, I'm not a person who who's on their phone when they drive. Like I keep my phone like away. Um, mm. And especially in my old car, like I didn't have a screen or anything where mm. my phone actually hooked up to my car properly. So that was very irritating when it would just stop the podcast yeah. because it's like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't need to pause anytime. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need anything to be pausing. If I'm listening to it, I'm listening to it. It doesn't need to pause because of inactivity because it's something I'm listening to. Um, mm-hmm. Which is why I went over to Apple podcasts to listen to podcasts. However, Spotify got me to come back over to them um, because I want it. I want to see my top podcasts on my Spotify wrapped. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, um, so being able to see like your favorite books through spot in in Spotify wrapped, like that would be amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's I a fantastic it idea. Good. And like for me, I I do enjoy reading, but I prefer listening to audio. Just don't have so, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I try and make time, but I just like I. When I'm always on the go, so being on the go is a lot easier mm-hmm. for me to um, have something in my ears. So yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be really good, and it will be especially good if they get. I don't know how audio books work. I've never listened to an audio book, but it would be good if they have the like authors' voices reading things out. Like I know you said the receipts uh, do on their book. Yeah, so the receipts have that. Um, so with a lot of audio books, what I've noticed is that like you get kind of um, you get like you can get certain people to who mm. will narrate the book and stuff like, cause I know Kalechi has done a lot of um, audio books yeah. narration. Um, yeah. So it's like, I think even like you can even find audio books where your favorite people are narrating the audio books and stuff That's like really that, cool. which, that that is really cool having like a certain talent reading yeah. um, an audio book for you. Um, yeah, so I don't really listen to many audiobooks. When I did, like I downloaded Audible when like I was doing my A levels so mm. I could be listening to um like whatever Shakespeare play or mm. that I was doing I was studying um like Volponi, what what else was I doing? Othello, like I know that Volponi isn't Shakespeare, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> um like I just so I could and Jane Austen, I had to listen to mm. um 
I was reading, I had to read Sense and Sensibility. Fucking, so, so fucking boring. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was listening to Sense and Sensibility in any poems so I could just try and remember quotes a bit better. My um, school didn't do any of this stuff. Like I don't remember. Oh, this was A levels though, and then oh, what as well. A level was it literature? It's A level English, English lit, and as well, oh. I did it because um, I did English lit at the girls' high school. So I even had gone to a grammar school just for that lesson um, because <laughs> it didn't fit in my option blocks. So yeah. even that, it was like I feel like the material that we were doing was different to what my school was doing mm. as yeah. well. Um, grammar schools. Yeah. So like, yeah. Anyway, but. Um, yeah, so like that, those are the only times that I'd I've listened to kind of audio books. But while I I love reading and I love holding a book, but I'm just finding that I just don't have the time to do it. Like I just went like when I've got when I'm at home and it's just finally okay, cool. I'm just chilling. Like I just don't want to be looking at words on a page, and mm. do you know what I mean? And I just I'm yeah. just finding it difficult sometimes. I just want to be mindlessly scrolling through my phone, and I have something shit on in the background on my telly. Yeah, you know, yeah. like or maybe my room is a fucking mess, like it was yesterday. So I'm trying <laughs> to clean up my room. So I just got something mindlessly on the telly because I can't I can't be flicking through a book while I'm doing that. Like, and I find when I'm reading. When I start a book that I'm, and then I've got into it, literally, I will not put it down nonstop. Mm. And like, even though, because I'm I'm commuted more now, so I'd like to read, but it's just so difficult to be getting my book in and out of my bag because I've because I use a backpack at the moment. Yeah, and yeah. that's just the other thing: just getting your book in and getting your book in and out, getting to your page, reading, then remembering that you need to get off the train. Like that's another <laughs> issue. Yeah, what I don't like um, is like it's so busy. Getting your book out, sometimes there's not even enough room in front of you to get out. Yes. And then I start feeling a bit claustrophobic. And then I'm like, no, I'm actually going to faint. Let me, <laughs> I'm just going to s- stand by myself yeah. and just like try and process that. I mean, and actually where, concentrate on breathing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rather than like start getting my book out and read it. But I've started to do, you know, I've been doing a sign language course. I've, I've started, mm-hmm. I've downloaded a British sign language app. And when I'm on the okay. tube, I like, they, it's basically videos of people doing like different signs and it's actually really mm-hmm. good really easy to follow um so i think i do like like little educational things on so the is that you like just work is that you practicing your yeah. communication skills like your sign language communication and stuff yeah literally it's just oh, like really quick good. practice for like five ten minutes on the tube and it's just so easy um and yeah i th- that kind of link into audiobooks i just like definitely in the morning um, listening to something good like because I, I sometimes get mm-hmm. I love listening to music but sometimes it's like it's not every day listen to music listen to music sometimes yeah. I want something that's going to lighten get, me I've up I've been getting bored man like <laughs> listening to music I've been getting so bored and commuting is just reminding me how bored I get like just listening mm. to music like I'm even bored because I was listening to like my R&B playlist for a bit and, and even that I've gotten bored of doing that like yeah. um, I know what you mean Listen, yeah. don't you feel like I don't know I don't know about you, but I like know all the words to all the songs uh, like that I normally <laughs> listen to now. And now I'm like, yeah, mm, I actually know everything. <laughs> I'm actually a music genius. I know so all the songs. I need a new I, hobby. Uh, I completed. I completed yeah. music. <laughs> music. I completed it, mate. <laughs> I, I, I finished that. You know. Yeah. Uh, no, I get you. That's actually funny because as well, like even to the point where I have started saving things for my commutes. Like, uh, like mm. you know, like. Um, 
I saw that Kalechi's podcast came out, but I saw it came out like Monday, but it came out, I think it must've come out Monday afternoon. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, well, I can't start. I, and when I saw that it was three three mm. hours and something like almost four hours long. I was like, well, yeah. can't listen. I can't start listening to that now that I need to wait until until I'm commuting on Wednesday to, <laughs> to, to like get into it because it's just like, yeah. but yeah, I feel like, Podcast has actually been makes commutes fun and as well even the working day fun. But then I'm yeah. struggling with what podcasts to listen to now again. Like I've got back into mm. what into listening to tutus. Um, I've got back into listening to Black Girls Living because um, mm. I used to be on listening to Black Girls Live, Living religiously, but I kind of stopped. But I've got back into listening to Black Girls Living. Don't have no two queens in a pod to listen to. Um, I've been listening to Style and Cities Diaries mm. now. Um, who else? And then I, I was listening to that one that you sent me, the sisters. The two is it two my yeah, sisters? Two my sisters. They're so good. I really like them. Yeah. So I've started listening to them now. But then even yes, um, yesterday I was listening to them while I was at work, and then I was just like, okay, I'm I'm falling asleep. I'm getting bored. I just I need something mm. else to liven me up. Yeah. And I just did not yeah. know. I did not know what to listen to, and I forgot that I was that I wanted to listen to Stormzy's new album, but I forgot. Mm. But even that might make me fall asleep because I know that it, it, there's a quite a few mellow songs on there, so like it probably wasn't yeah. the time anyway. But that and that's was what that YouTube the music has helped video me with, come as well. out with the other day with. Miss Banks. Uh, Miss Banks. Yeah, and all of that lot. I just thought, geez, like it's actually a whole like video production. Like it looked like the yeah. Fenty fashion show, the way that the video oh, really? was. Yeah, I watched the whole video. I was like, that is actually incredible. I wonder who directed it. I need to watch it. it. It's really good. From, from the, what I, from the clips mm. I saw, it's reminding me of Buster Rhymes Touch It. Ooh. What, because like the you close-ups know, and... As in like the video, yeah, the way the production is and you got the flashing lights and stuff for some yeah. people and stuff like that, you know. And Miss Banks was giving me kind of like Missy Elliott vibes with the yeah. kind of production-wise. Um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I do as like a video how, production. I love how he like has stepped up the, the music video game because over here it's like people don't really care that much. No one's doing Let me it. just put out a random music video of but me like To be honest, what I like about Stormzy, all of his music videos are well thought out. They're all well mm. thought out, directed, everything. Because even, um, what was the one? The one and he had Boris, fuck Boris, that song. Is that oh, yeah, Big Few Boots? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, like, and then he, yeah. And everybody was there in the Boris masks. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know, and and there were, weren't they outside um, Houses of Parliament as well? Like, wasn't that in the background or yeah, something? I think so. Because, uh, you know, like everything is well thought out and stuff like that. And it's just, mm. you know, for the, for the biggest, for the biggest um, kind of grime artist at the moment, like, okay, biggest well-known, you know, like everybody argue with yourselves if you don't like him, whatever. But um but for for the biggest, most popular, you know, grime artist at the moment, you know, he caught his he mm. caught, even calls himself a pop boy now because okay, fine, <laughs> my, I do pop music now, cool. Um, but anyway, f- for for him to be able to go to have a music video where he's outside the Houses of Parliament saying "fuck the government" and "fuck Boris," you know, and this is even before Boris Johnson came to yeah. be Prime Minister. Do you know what I mean? It's just like that's that is iconic. That is something that that is like something that in hi- historically, when we're reading the history books and they're sprouting their nonsense, but then we can go back mm. and listen to music that came out at the time. And actually getting the vibe of what people are actually feeling about the yeah. government, like that, 
now historically that is fucking amazing do you know yeah, what i mean it's true it's true because have you yeah, seen all of these stories? things are historical yeah have you seen any stories recently he's calling himself um vibes fartel and he keeps farting on people <laughs> <laughs> no i haven't what i didn't you sent it to me but i didn't watch it i didn't oh, get a chance to watch it i think he's farting um, on um, melissa's wardrobe he keeps walking around just farting on her <laughs> <laughs> so like this is how grim, you know they, they've spent way too much time together like as soon as someone starts as soon as someone is comfortable fighting around you it's just like yeah there's no going Mm. back it's just you guys are too comfy too comfy it's true it's true I don't really fart around Um, my friends I don't think actually I fart around someone not even on purpose I don't yeah I don't really fart around my friends (laughs) yeah I I kind of pretend like I don't I don't fart like I'm like a unicorn I don't fart um I don't I you know I no I just don't I just don't do that those type of things like because I'm a unicorn it just doesn't happen your shit don't stink yeah it doesn't happen you know just you know this it's just sparkles and glitter around here and rainbows (laughs) just none of that nasty stuff (laughs) but do you fart around guys so at the moment I still because I don't to be honest I don't fart that much yeah and usually when I do it's usually when I'm kind of on my period and stuff so I've got a funny belly and stuff those days yeah Yeah. and as well those times I don't always see see guys that much Mm. to be like fine around them um so yeah so I don't actually fart that often but um yeah but like I find it I still, I still, I just go around pretending like I don't fart kind of a lot of the time. <laughs> um, and then That's like, funny. yeah. But yeah, if it gets to that, um, but I, well, I've gotten to that stage where someone's farting on me all the time now. Oh no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm still pretending like I don't do those things. <laughs> you know, I think one of my um, bad traits is that I just fart a lot. Because I think I'm vegan and I digest my food so quickly. Yeah, you've got more veg. I just yeah, and it's just veg and like lentils and stuff. So I fart quite a lot. But like when like a, a guy stays around or whatever, I will be like accidentally farting in my sleep. And <laughs> yeah, but that always I happens. I fart like on their leg, and I'm like, oh shit. I don't even know you like that. I've just farted on your leg. Yeah, but like you guys are meant to be sleeping, so he should just be pretending like nothing happened because you guys yeah. are meant to be sleeping. So yeah. like, no one can help what they do in their sleep. Like to be honest, like I snore and I talk in my sleeps as well, so it's just like oh no one can be helping those things. Like, and I know it's I make true. noises. I'm not even conscious that um, like, it just yeah. comes out and I'm exactly up, get I'm over like, oh it. God, you How know, just just find just find it cute and move on. Like yeah, keep it stepping. So you know, teehee, I'm cute. Oh, look at me snoring. <laughs> so cute. Like yeah, I, I know that I snore. I know I talk in my sleep. Like I talk in my sleep when I'm overtired. Mm. Um, yeah, and like I've sometimes I've noticed I've spoken in my sleep and I've woken myself up because I was talking. <laughs> Like the stuff like that, and I'm just like, what am I talking about? Why am I chatting? <laughs> like, um, and then yeah, when I've been seeing people, and then they've like they've said, yeah, you you talk, you you were you were talking nonsense, and I was just like, yeah, it happens. That's funny. Um, yeah, I've been told that I giggle in my sleep. And I'm like, what am I giggling at? I swear, I just have nightmares. Like, I don't have dreams where I'm giggling. <laughs> Oh god. It's the yeah. true crime, it's fucking me up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're one of those. That's mm. that's funny. Um but yeah. 
But anyway, Spotify audiobooks, I think that's a good shout. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's just get on to the logistics before you guys get too excited though. Right now, all the audiobooks are locked. <laughs> yeah, annoying. So they're all locked. Basically, I think right now um, you can go on prob- most likely Amazon mm-hmm. and other platforms where you can purchase the audiobook and I'm guessing you can download and listen to it on Spotify. Um uh, so and it says on Spotify, oh, we can't, we can't. Um, what does it? Let me get the words so that they said. They said, want to listen? You can't buy audio books in the app. We know it's not ideal. So I feel like it's something that they probably will be working on in the future. So um, I, I reckon, or this is what. I feel like Spotify should do, but I reckon I reckon this is probably what they what they would do because it's the most obvious thing. Mm. But I reckon that they could that Spotify could add like another tiered subscription, like just an extra subscription and add on where you can add on um, audio and an audio book subscription, and so then you can. So like maybe it could be a discounted version if you've already, if you already pay for Spotify that you can add mm. on to your subscription. So then you can also listen to audiobooks or and hopefully like they would do they would do a feature where you can turn it off and on because you know it's not all the time I'm listening to books, is it? So maybe it could be like, oh, mm. this month I want to I want to listen to audiobooks. Okay, next month I'm not really listening to anything, so I can turn that subscription on on off so I think that would be a good idea um you know Spotify look if you're gonna steal all my ideas well you know mm, okay anyway (laughs) but um and then also that or I reckon you'd be out they might put like a separate subscription for audiobooks just in general Mm. um yeah maybe Um, I just find it interesting that they've introduced the feature and it's not even working yet but um, I think maybe it's to build up anticipation like oh my god they're gonna drop some books soon what what it is the audiobooks are there so they need to they need Mm. to launch it so they're there so they have the content there so they need to launch it first but basically the thing is I think it is you can use it but you basically just need to buy the buy the book the audiobook from elsewhere Mm, okay so you'll buy so say like say okay let's promote let's promote the receipts um to say you want to listen to keep the receipts on audiobook you could probably go on amazon and click buy the audiobook and then you could probably download to spotify rather yeah yeah yeah, rather downloading to audible basically Mm -hmm. um yeah so i'm guessing that's what it is so you 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 will be able to listen to audiobooks there they are there but you just need to Mm -hmm. you have to buy them first yeah yeah but this is another annoying thing because it's like with books that i've bought physically it's annoying to then have to pay to buy the audiobook Mm. (laughs) that's something that i'm finding frustrating because it's like i've bought this this physical book but i just don't have time to read it so can someone read it for me but now i need to pay for the audiobook and it's like so basically i'm buying this book twice yeah you know yeah you know it's a bit obviously audiobooks are audiobooks tend to be a bit oh yeah they are cheaper I was just there thinking, why are they cheaper? Because they need to get people to read it, but it's cheaper because they don't have to print it. Mm-hmm. So that it takes, so the costs kind of, uh, what's it, equal each other out because you're not printing a physical book and then, you know, rather, th- you know, and then audio. Yeah. I guess audio books could also be seen as more sustainable as well, isn't it? Interesting. Sorry, yeah. I'm just going off on a tangent. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. That's, that's how my mind works, guys. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah. So um, Hancock then. I've been gagging to talk about this man. <laughs> Literally. Oh gosh, this guy. I don't know. I don't understand this guy and why he feels like he needs a redemption arc. <laughs> I don't understand why he feels like he needs to be proving something to the public because like, we just don't care, Matt. Matt, we don't care about your life. Like we, we don't, yeah. we don't give a shit what you're doing. Like, well, he thinks we do because he's writing a book. So <laughs> he thinks we all care. <laughs> but I'm just, um, yeah, I'm just confused. And he keeps, and as well, his reasoning for going on I'm a Celeb. Oh, yes, I just want to show that politicians, we're normal people too. We're not like, we don't give a shit that you're normal people too. Because like, it, that just makes it even worse because you, you as a normal person, just like me, that you're claiming to be, you you happily went and killed all those people as health secretary. Like, I can't, you know, you mm. happily did not order PPE. PPE. You happily did not prepare for yeah. a global pandemic because you're normal yeah. too like i'm sorry this isn't this isn't a mistake like like who was it who said um okay cool who was it who said yeah everybody makes mistakes but the but the mistakes that doctors um like a doctor making a mistake to someone who like you know might 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 um drop a glass Mm. are very two very different kind of remits of mistakes kind of thing yeah, like true. in some in some in some professions like you can't afford to have those mistakes like i can't remember who said that but because and it was recent i can't remember who said it but it's so true and matt hancock like called you're the... a normal person but you mm. slept on your job you you were out you were out doing grabbing batty <laughs> you're having an affair on the job <laughs> <laughs> yeah that you yeah exactly if they're inside the workplace instead of instead of getting ppe like that's that wasn't a mistake matt yeah yeah an affair you've been so, having for how long is not a mistake yeah it's a bit much just but like dominic Cum- dominic cummings planting those cameras was not a mistake <laughs> oh, i wonder but, if you actually planted them i don't know um, but anyway but, so matt, matt hancock He's on I'm a Celeb. Well, it's just finished now. People that don't know what yeah, I'm a Celeb is, third it's, place. it's a show where celebrities invited on, like they pay a lot of money to get celebrities in a jungle in Australia and they have challenges where they mad? have to like sit in coffins with rats or eat kangaroo balls and camel eyes and all sorts of things. And yeah, yeah he came third. He did all the eating challenges. He ate so much penis. He's just of completely course. smashed it. <laughs> but then he, he was on there Matt yeah, saying that- Matt all the clock. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was on, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> he, he kept saying like, yeah, he's, cause all the other celebrities, they felt really, really awkward around him. Like they, cause yeah. a lot of them were, felt con- um, conflicted cause they were like, well, I don't like this guy. Like my mum almost died. Like, but because we're a team and we're in the jungle, I have to pretend that I get on with him and like save the awkwardness. But it's just like, I don't want to be around him. I don't feel comfortable around him. And they kept asking him questions like, so why are you here? Um, what what's the purpose of being here? You've got a whole constituency. You're still an MP mm. that's getting paid an MP salary, and you're this getting is, paid four hundred thousand for being on the show. But you're, there's probably people in your constituency that are starving or that are struggling. But you're out here in the jungle doing stuff to promote doing your redemption book and trying to get yeah trying to get um, forgiveness from the country. But then he said he wants forgiveness, but he didn't say forgiveness for what. Whether I don't think he knows why people are pissed off at Has him. Has he even said sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Has oh, yeah. he even said he did, sorry? He did say sorry, 
But for what? I don't think he knows what what he's apologizing for because I think he thinks everyone's annoyed about the affair when it's like, it's not just the affair. We don't give a shit about your affair. We don't care. (laughs) But this is the thing again, like why would we give a shit about what you do in your private life? I don't care. I don't care about your family. I don't care about you. I don't care about what you are doing in your your private time. Go ahead, do you, whatever. People have affairs all the time. But like it was the timing of that. Like it was because the, the rules meant that he shouldn't have been having an affair. Yeah, but this, but the thing is, is that I don't care about the affair part. I care about yeah. the fact that you as health secretary went and put all these rules in place. Didn't you do your job with ordering PPE? Didn't do your job with actually keeping people safe as health secretary during a global pandemic? Yeah, to then to then be caught having an affair. Like the thing, the affair, I don't give a shit about. Like I actually don't care about the affair part of it. It's just that you got you are the pe- people who are putting all these rules in place for you not giving a shit about the rules for you guys mm. doing at parties for you guys like this is like you know it's not the affair you need to apologize. I don't give a shit about the affair I don't care when you are having an affair because you'll be doing it up anyway. What I care about is that you you are one of the people who are actually responsible for a lot of people dying over a global pandemic mm. because you you yeah. decided not to not to take it seriously not to put things in place not to not to try and not yeah just that's that's what you need to apologize for like these deaths are on your hands like the people who were in government at that time these deaths are are on their hands like yeah i reckon as well as that like he he keeps saying okay, I fell in love, I fell in love, I fell in love. And it's like, yeah, well, I wish I could have fell in love during lockdown, but I was stuck indoors. Like, do you know what this I mean? This is like, what I, I, wish, mean. I wish I had the opportunity to go out and fall in love during lockdown. We, we just had to do um, <laughs> hinge video calls. Like, and fucking you know, walking dates here and there. Walking, walking dates, the park. you know, where you are in your workplace bringing, bringing, bringing your work pussy into the workplace. Like, <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, what is it? The new new pussy into the workplace or the home? Which I don't know. She's been there for a long time. <laughs> she's the new pussy. His home pussy was at home. Yeah, but like, um, she, but she's been in their relationship for a long time, and it like, haven't they? They've been because they knew each other mm. from like school times or uni. Yeah, and, but yeah, they went uni. There's no way this affair just started during the pandemic. Of course not. That's why. That's why no. they couldn't keep their hands off each other. Ew. <laughs> he couldn't keep his hands off her batty that's what <laughs> I'm sorry mm. it was really funny that video of um, who was it Babatunde and yeah, he was there yeah. saying oh my gosh, you, were, you were grabbing the batty you were grabbing the- <laughs> and, he and he was, was like, like oh give over give over give over Matt Hancock was very confused by that conversation yeah. like Exactly. He's grabbing the bunda and Matt's sitting there like, the bunda, yeah. <laughs> he was very confused by that conversation. Like, because like, Babatunde is an insult in her. Like, anyway. But then, but then that's what was uncomfortable about it. Like, Matt is so disconnected from normal people and like yes. young people especially that like someone's having banter with you and you're you're like awkward and like slimy yeah. with it. You're not really understanding yeah. any of the banter. And it, it was just so uncomfortable when I watched clips here and there. I just thought, oh, like, like people are just so far removed from everyone and they're the ones yeah. that are supposed to be the most relatable the ones that are working um, with, meant to be with making the, the, the decisions 
yeah, they're making the decisions just, best for this country, but they don't understand mm. the people who, the majority of the people who live in this country. They don't get it's it. It's because like when you look at the cabinet, it's like the majority, or I don't know about the majority, but a high proportion of them went to private school. And when you look at yeah. the, that in proportion to the rest, like the general public, it's like you're overrepresented. The amount of people that are in the cabinet that went private school, mm. it shouldn't be fair. It shouldn't be allowed because you don't represent yeah. the, the country. The public. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. <sighs> just yeah. And another thing as well, just on, just on Matt Hancock, the way he was just constantly being like, yeah, but I just want to show everyone that politicians, we're people too. Ugh. We, you know. And I'm just like, look, the thing is, Matt, we don't, we don't care. Like the. Th- <laughs> the we don't care. We don't care that you're people too. You guys are in charge of the country. Like that, that, mm. that's that's the difference. Like you being a person too. Like I don't want to have no sympathy for you. I don't want you to be coming on here trying to redeem yourself. And as well, again, and I think I said this the other week when we were talking about KC three, mm. but like these people, this Matt Hancock came and was just like okay how can i show the public that i am a normal person too i know i'll go and i'm a celebrity and eat kangaroo balls like that like yeah, how I'll go where's on the correlation TV show <laughs> where's the correlation it's like you just do like the most unnormal thing to prove that you're normal but it's not it's just not working like and even yeah. the people the people on there don't like you you know <laughs> you got like you're coming on the end okay cool like he knew what he was doing the PR is PR in because obviously like he came third so clearly people like him the redemption arc has been working but again this is just propaganda what this is what the media and these people have been doing let's forget that Matt Hancock was health secretary during the global pandemic and what did he do fuck all it's literally that selective amnesia that the country has. It's like, oh, he's shown a bit of humanity. Like he, he's kind of normal. Let's vote for him to win. Like I, I really don't because, understand because he's, it because he's not like okay, we get it. You want everyone to see politicians as normal people, but it's like no one's saying you're not a normal person. You're just fucked up, and you you don't think about yeah. people when you're making your decisions in your job. When you should think about and people, you are like, it's kind of common sense. Like everyone knows that you're a human. We don't think you're an alien. We just think you're, you're well, not good at your job. Yeah, legit that. And as well, I'm just like, I'm sorry. All I see from Matt Hancock now is clearly he's just trying to, he's just trying to be a celebrity. He's just trying to itch in yeah, build for, a brand. for that for that limelight kind of thing. Because yeah. why has he been on everything? How is he on Diary of a CEO? How is he <laughs> like, and then now he's come on, I'm a celebrity. Like the most random things, like you're doing a podcast guest, you're doing up like... You know, like he's mm. really trying to get in, get, he's trying to be in the in crowd. He wants, like, he just wants fame. That's that's all I'm getting from yeah. him, that he wants fame. He wants to be like, that and bitch. It's, it's just embarrassing. I'm, like, I'm sorry, bitch. like, literally, <laughs> like, um, words of Cardi B. Like, is it Cardi yeah. B? <laughs> Wait, who says that? Forever that bitch. Or is it Megan Stallion? Bitch. It's Megan yeah, Stallion. It's Megan. <laughs> yeah. <up>. Megan Stallion. <laughs> um, yeah like <laughs> sorry it's in my head now um yeah just i i just i don't 
Sorry to them, man. That's all I can say. He just, yeah, I just, the whole thing. Okay, okay, again, like, because clearly this guy just wants fame, but why why are you a politician? And as well, can we just criticize the fact that he's meant, he was meant to be working He's meant to be a sitting member of parliament and he decided to go on I'm a Celebrity. And like you said, you just said, he was still getting paid. So mm-hmm. he just had two jobs and he isn't doing one of them. I'm sorry, like, that is a sackable effect, events. Why is he... Yeah. And you know This is This like, is our government right now. I think we've got to point out as well that ITV are fucked up for inviting him on <laughs> because it's like, why yeah. would you invite... First of all... Why would you invite a sitting politician on? Second of all, why would mm-hmm. you invite him out of everyone? They're obviously, obviously, like these people are doing things for views. That's what TV's all mm-hmm. about. But it's like have some sort of like credibility, have some like morals, yeah, have, have some like, standards. I'm, what I'm confused about as well, because it's just kind of like, would ITV ever think about inviting a sitting member of Parliament? Would they ever think of that, or did maybe his PR maybe kind of mention it? Because mm. the thing is, is that like, yeah, they've had they've had ex politicians on there. They've had like, you know, like you know, you had Stanley Johnson stuff like that, you know. So like, they know which kind of political people to reach out to who are not yeah. at at work at that the moment. That retired, yeah. You know, yeah. like they could have asked Liz Truss. Like, I'm sorry, like <laughs> she she ain't working. <laughs> She's still an MP though, isn't she? She's not fully oh, gone Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Um, but like, do you know what I mean? But yeah, <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, th- like I'm just kind of like, what? I feel like there must have been some kind of like some PR relationship with ITV, and then they put in his name, mm. and they were like, oh, that would be interesting. And like, oh, but can we actually do that? And then they're just like, oh, don't worry about it. It's that's. Yeah. I feel like that has been a conversation that's been had. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sorry, actually, Matt could have said no because he's working. Yeah, like it's actually it, if you <laughs> think about the conversations that were probably had when like ITV approached him or he approached ITV, his team approached ITV, and then they were like we think it's a good idea that you go into the jungle and then he sat thought about it and was like yeah this is a good yeah, idea I'm gonna go this year I'm not gonna wait till next year yeah I'm gonna go right go now, now. <laughs> while, while while the news is fresh while I'm still yeah. you know relevant Matt, what, Matt cheating cheating cocky hand cocky yeah <laughs> Tells you a bit about our current political climate. It's, yeah, our, our, we're just like led by clout chasers. <laughs> yeah, but him coming third place shows a lot about the, the British country. public as well. Yeah, the the country that are still watching live TV. It shows <laughs> live TV <laughs> and voting in these shows. It shows a lot about that demographic. And like again, like sorry to bring this back to the beginning, but like what we said at the beginning about the adultification of children and like mm. us being us kind of making out as a country that Shamima is like conniving and sneaky and you know she planned this whole route to Syria and that she needs to be held responsible for her actions. You just the contrast between the way that we've treated her to the way we've treated that Hancock as a country is just is literally and disgusting at the same time. <laughs> yes. Yes. All of all of the above. Everything you just mm. said. 
everything you just said literally it's a full mess a whole mess nah Mm -hmm. not on yeah um anyway okay love is blind let's get on to it love is blind love is blind guys it's actually not again I'll say it again it's not (laughs) yeah it's not blind it's not blind and it's not blurry either shake don't even try it um Anyway, so Love is Blind, guys. You guys must have all finished it by now if you were watching it. Um, Yeah, so we had... Okay, we've got a lot to talk about because now there's even Mm. extra shit that's coming out. But let's just talk quickly on these weddings, on these people, because I don't think... We haven't haven't spoken on it at all yet, have we? No, we haven't mentioned anything, yeah. Okay, so weddings. So... Um, two people ended up getting married Like two couples ended up getting married um, mm-hmm. So you had What's her name? Alexis And what was his name? Brennan Brennan Alexis and Brennan Like we knew they were, they were just going to get married Whatever Cool They're happy yeah. Then you had um, Colleen Colleen And what was his name? Matt Yes Is it Matt or Colleen Matthew? Yeah Colleen and Matt Well Matt Matthew Same, yeah. same thing in it Anyway Colleen yeah. and Matt Okay yeah Colleen <laughs> Blink twice. Blink twice if you need help, honey. Like, <laughs> blink twice. Literally, like, you know when they say, oh, yeah, I'm really not sure what I'm going to say, you know? And, like, and sometimes, sometimes you're just like, oh, come on, you know from the beginning what you're going to say. But then with yeah. Colleen, I really was not sure. I think she really did not know what she was going to say. And yeah. when she was looking into she was, like, his eyes, she stressed into her mum. She was like, I don't know, mum. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like uncertainty, like, uncertainty probably is telling you that. You shouldn't go with it. You should, yeah. You should, maybe you should step away. Walk, walk, yeah. walk away now. Um, but like, I feel like she looked into his eyes and she was scared and was just like, "I do," <laughs> because <laughs> because that girl, even literally, and even coming back to the reunion, she just looked so uncomfortable yeah, sitting next to him. Yeah. They don't even live together. Um, yeah, because of I, their I own think... reasons. I think, but I feel like that's a red flag. Yeah, Personally. there's a few things with with this couple that like stood out to me. So obviously the way he like goes off, like when he's jealous or angry or like insecure about mm. something, that is a big problem because he starts, yeah. like he really starts to get, vi- not violent, but aggressive like in the way yes, that he speaks very to her aggressive. and starts swearing. Yeah. When she's not swearing. packing bags. Yeah, and it's like he's fronting up to her sometimes. It's like, fucking chill out. Like, literally. (laughs) She just went to a club. (laughs) Literally, that you knew she was going to. Yeah. And as well, like, he was complaining at her coming home at 2 a.m. Like, 2 a.m. is a good time to come home. Exactly. Exactly. 2 a.m. And that means that she left, she probably might have left around one half, one, like, that is a good time to get home. Like, 2 a.m. is quite early to get home from a club. It's true. I don't understand what he's upset about. It's like, oh, this is going to be happening every time. Yeah, but 2 2 a.m. is late. Literally, she's with engaged people. It's not like she's gone off like like, with her single friends. Yeah, when we've watched other other reality programs like this, and and these men are turning up at eight am in the morning. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing with these two is just the fact that because he's been through shit before, like he his ex fiance or ex wife got um herself or she she got pregnant with someone else and was cheating on him and it's really like hurt him he's he's still still healing he's really caught up about it still 
I feel like Colleen, because she's quite a kind person, she felt bad about it. Like, and mm. when it come to the final decision, I felt like she probably thought that she had to say, I do, because if she didn't, his mum would judge her. Like his whole family would judge her. He would just yeah. break down. So I feel like she felt some sort of responsibility there where she felt like I do have to um, actually kind of stay. say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he's been so through so much with his ex cheating yeah. on him and everything. But like the thing is though, that's actually not her responsibility that her ex, that his ex cheated on him. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I feel like that's more his responsibility because like what what was he yeah. doing that made her cheat at the end of the day? Like clearly, you know, something exactly. something was missing. Like that's something that he needs to sort out in therapy, not that's not something mm-hmm. that she needs to that she needs to now take into this new relationship. Yeah, and that is true. damaging to mm-hmm. a relationship. Like she shouldn't be dealing with problems of the ex. Like at the end of the day, clearly, if you're if you are not ready to get married, Matt, you are not ready to get married. Like yeah. the end. Take your time. Clearly, you still have trust issues. You you're finding it hard to trust people. So like, yeah, just keep keep to yourself for a bit. It's okay. Um. Anyway, enough of them. But um. Yeah. So I found that. Um okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just get on to um Zan Zenab and oh, what's his name? Cole? Cole. Okay. Yeah. So their wedding was chaotic. Um I'm sorry, because again, <laughs> you know when they when they all say at the beginning, I don't know what I'm gonna say, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Zana mm. knew exactly what she was going to say. She yeah, had she her had speech prepared. Out. She wrote that she had rehearsed it. She had gone and caught she had gone to her friends and yeah, been she like okay, it on her girls. <laughs> yeah, orchestrated the reaction that the girls gonna have. Because um like at first when I watched I was just like, oh I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she's saying her piece, you know. Then she left. I didn't, yeah. I didn't notice that everybody started clapping. But then as well, she <laughs> left. But like her dad, no, not her dad. Whoever walked her in was ready to was got up, ready to escort yeah. her back down. You know, they were ready. Then everybody on her side all got up and followed her mm-hmm. out. That was quite confusing because that is just like mm, how do they all know where they're going like yeah you know yeah. they all they all left like they were already mm-hmm. um so yeah i feel like Zanab, you knew what you were gonna say i also feel like a lot of the things that she said in her speech was very harsh mm-hmm. and cole was visibly upset shocked, he was crying yeah. he was shocked and I think she's, I feel like she's, she just blows a lot of things out of proportion, but I feel like in her head, she's orchestrated something that she thinks it means something. Mm. And it, and then really it's just like, like yeah. what, where did you come to that conclusion? It's like, it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's like I one plus one you. is 25 with her. Yeah. Because I think Cole naturally by nature, he's, he's like quite, um, like he's he's got like a, a laddie banter where yeah. like he might say things that cross the line, but if if you're kind of strong within yourself and you don't really you, you wouldn't can be brush insecure over about comments, that. yeah, you wouldn't be mm-hmm. insecure about it. But she they, they were just a really bad match because she was so insecure about mm-hmm. her weight, her face, everything, like everything to do with her life. She se- seemed and insecure as well, about. 
She yeah. would goad it though because she would be specifically would. asking Rate him the questions. 10. Oh my god! Like, oh Rate gosh. me out of ten. Well, you're a, you're an eight or whatever he said. Like she, yeah. she he said she, she said he said she was a nine. A nine. And, but then and then as well, like okay, like Cole don't help himself because he then went on to say that yeah, Colleen is a ten. But <laughs> you've just got to take that as banter though, like because yeah, he obviously thing, wasn't the, saying it to to be serious. Yeah, but the thing is like. She shouldn't be asking the question anyway and no. it wouldn't have come up. As a like, grown woman, you know. how old is she? Like she is like I'm sure she was like 20, 28 or twenty no, she was yeah. in her 30s, she was thirty two or something. That's I just find that wild that she's asking him these questions. And also yeah. I do think Cole was inappropriate with Colleen by the pool. I don't yeah. like those conversations around, oh, if we were both single or whatever, like who knows what might happen. Yeah. But then the but other conversations. Col- Colleen was flirting to you though. Yeah, she was. She was. The other conversations that happened one-on-one where we saw the clip at the very end of her yeah. speaking about the food or whatever. I just the think tangerines. none of that. Like she was making out that he's abusive. Like the way Literally, that he's yeah. like going at her so, all the time. So unless we didn't see that, if yeah. it's all lighthearted okay. like that, then she's Can just I give very, a, very insecure. a little insecure. bit of context? Okay, mm. a bit of context of what Diana is referring to. So in the reunion, uh, Zanab came up with all of these things, a whole list of things mm. And as well, also Alexis. I don't know why Alexis is piping up, but Zanab has been chatting, chatting, chatting to these girls, saying that Cole is abusive, all of these things, like... Um, men- like mentally abusive all of these things yeah. and to add by saying that he's controlling what she eats and stuff like this and there was a situation with some tangerines where apparently Cole said oh I wouldn't eat I wouldn't eat. oh you're eating another one of those and Zana was like yeah I haven't eaten anything today and he was like oh well but we are going out to eat later blah 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 which was true um, yeah but- yeah Anyway, so, but Zainab made it out like he was insinuating that she was fat and how mm-hmm. she shouldn't be eating any more tangerines or whatever. That's what that's what, how she made out the mm. situation. And the way she described Cole was like, he was very abusive, very like mm-hmm. kind of at her, all of this. Um, okay, finish the reunion. Then they put the clip. Cause like Zainab, Zainab made to say, Zainab... Zanab went and said, oh, they didn't show this in the program, but this is what happened. Yeah. yeah. So they came and what was really good, they came with the receipts and put the clip Mm -hmm. at the end for us all to just judge for ourselves. And now we can all see that Zanab is a damn liar. (laughs) She, I don't know what is happening. Like something is, something else is like, she's like viewing a situation but something else is happening in her head. Like she's yeah, like translated yeah. that situation that's happened out there that she's just witnessed to something else happening in her head, basically. Mm. And it's just like, okay. So yeah. um it's true. Yeah. Cause even when she said, I haven't ate all day, he was like, What you haven't ate all day? Like he yeah, was Yeah, he didn't realise. <laughs> he was shocked and like what and he was like, Oh, why haven't you eaten? Yeah. And, and he was just he, joking around. Like he, yeah. he could tell he was happy. He didn't realize that there was a problem, but she just had a problem with everything that he did. Literally. Like cooking in the kitchen, that that micromanaging. Oh my God. Oh God, I couldn't Too do that. Much. I couldn't do that. And as well, like, you know, when they had those arguments about like, like, so she was always going on about how he's so messy, blah, blah, blah. And he was yeah. just like, yes, I am messy. But then he went on, yeah, but you leave it you leave towels in the bathtub like mm. who the fuck does that and she was like well I did that and then she's being so defensive about the things that she does but it's like okay look both of you have weird little habits 
mm. you accept them and you move on. Do you know what I mean? Or or yeah. you come to an agreement of what are you going to do moving forward as your collective habit? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not always like one way is the right way, but I feel like with Zanab, her way is the only way yeah. with anything. Yeah. And then she, and she criticizes anything that's not her way. Um, but yeah, anyway, so with this situation with the with the oranges, it transpired. So the way the way the conversation actually went, mm. she was like, he was like, oh, you're having, he was like in a very friendly tone. Oh, you're having more or more oranges, mm-hmm. whatever. And she was like, yeah, I haven't eaten all day. And he was like, oh, why, why not? We had, um, we had um, like leftovers. Mm. Why didn't you eat that? And she, and then she, I don't know, she said something else. And then, and then she was there saying, and then she brought up that she was watching her weight. So mm. she brought that up and he was just like, oh, is this so for wedding dress, you know? And he and she was like something like that. So I feel like it was her. She's the one who Projecting. she instigated and yeah. she instigated that conversation. Cole filled in the gaps and she decided to take it as he said I'm fat because he said I'm watching my weight for the wedding dress when it yeah. was like, hold on, that's what you said. And he just filled in the gaps of, oh, is this so for wedding dress fitting? You know, he filled in those gaps. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and it is actually, it's very conniving. It's very nasty mm-hmm. the way that she went and turned that situation into this man is so abusive to me yeah. and all of this stuff. Like that was just not nice. And Zanab, I'm sorry, but you have turned out to be the villain. Well, well, <laughs> when watching the when watching the reunion, watching Zanab the cl- yeah. was the biggest villain of this season. However, and, yeah, I don't think those presenters. Um, Th- yeah. those presenters really like question her enough they they made it out she's the victim yes. and Cole is the perpetrator they did and then the producers come here putting in their clips mm-hmm. and changed the whole narrative <laughs> which I find, which I quite liked that um, because, mm. but I feel like the presenters um, Nick and what's his face Vanessa Lachey I think mm. they are very much like they're always on women's sides all they the time are. They're always on yeah, women's they side. Are. They love that. Um, yeah. And they love the whole, yeah, women, victim, all of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, moving on quickly to Bartice and Nancy. Um, <laughs> okay. So Bart- Nancy said, I do. Bartice turned around and said, I fucking don't. Um, and <laughs> which wasn't then, surprising. <laughs> which we weren't surprised. For some reason, Nancy was surprised. Don't know why, because he's been off with her for how long? Um, yeah. So no one was surprised. No one was surprised that for Nancy being fake surprised. Anyway, what I did not like is how, so, Nancy walks out like for, no first Bartice asks oh do you want to deal with this here Nancy's like no the fuck I don't like what, what are you talking <laughs> about you're asking me in front of the altar if I want to have a conversation with you here right now about why you don't want me I don't think so <laughs> in front of all my friends and family I don't fucking think so so Bartice wanted to go and embarrass Nancy in front of everybody anyway mm. so now um, Bartice uh, no so Nancy walks out um, obviously Nancy's family are up but then Bartice comes out and then is like okay let's talk why are these two holding hands walking around the corner to talk why are they holding hands like you're in a relationship like you you guys just got married no you didn't get married so why are you holding, why are you holding hands okay mm-hmm. rightfully so sorry this is just quick quick context update rightfully so Nancy's mother and her brother 
Oh, yeah, very I love angry. That, very that was my upset. favorite scene of the whole you know, show. <laughs> they're they're coming to confront Bartise, all of that. Bartise is being fucking rude, telling mm. like he's there swearing. The he's he's being rude to the mum. I'm just like, I'm sorry. And Nancy's there like, mum, mum, just go away. Go. I'm just like, how dare you? As yeah. this is your mother and this man is telling your mother to fuck off. Your mother has your best <sighs> interests at heart and you're telling her to go away, to leave you mm-hmm. alone with this man who just broke in your heart. I don't think so. Like, of course your mother is trying to make sure that you're okay. Like that whole mm. situation was just made awkward by the fact that Nancy was telling her mum and her brother to go away and telling yeah, them to chill out. So don't awkward. don't you be telling your family to chill out when they have a right, but like when rightfully so they are angry. Like they mm-hmm. have the right to be angry in this situation. And Bartise right now is being fucking rude to them. Like, I'm sorry. I wouldn't want to be with a man who's who thinks that they can talk to my my mother no, and talk to my, my brother off. like that. Everything that he does disgusting. is a turn off though. Like he's literally a, not a nice person on the show. Literally, and he really wanted a redemption arc in the in the um, reunion as well. He he was really doing up the somber sad Apologies. boy look. But like, yeah. I'm sorry, like mate, like nah. He realized that he came across as a dickhead, <laughs> like, yeah. and I think he never saw it for himself. I think he just didn't no. see himself as that. Same. I think he see. I reckon he thinks that he's really charming. Like not not being rude, yeah. but you saw him in his group of he friends. He thinks he's cheeky. He's the best looking one of the group of friends. So I think he's mm. used to like girls flocking to him, or not yeah. even flocking to him. All but of his being friends were white as well, in, as well, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought so he, he's like, the, he's when, the when cool he kept, ones and the yeah. good looking one because he's he's mixed exactly. race in a group of white guys. Whereas like you know, if he was in a group of other black guys, like. His hairline, yeah. I'm sorry. That hairstyle, no, the haircut, awful. All of it, the haircut, <laughs> no way. I kept, even my mum, I was watching it with my mum, I'd be like, he's got to get rid of it. Please just get His rid of all of awful. your hair. Do something and then he, different. He went, and he went with the man bun for the reunion. <laughs> Ill. Ill. <laughs> some of the things I didn't like him about him. So one, the way that he thought that he had a chance with Raven, because Raven is the type of girl that he'd normally pull in real life. I was thinking, are you for real? Whatever. Like you're not on the same level physically. Like in my eyes, you're not on the same no. physical level. Like she not is stunning. And, Ra- and in Raven's you're... eyes too. Yeah. <laughs> And in Raven's eyes She rejected him Raven shut that down Straight off She was just like Excuse me I don't fucking think so And she was just like I'm sorry My man is a lot better looking than you yeah. Shut up I'm glad like, they, I'm glad she did that I'm but glad he she did he was put him in his SK place. as well he, Yes he, he did He thought he was better Looking than SK Which is very anti I feel like it's very anti-black I feel like yeah. that's what He was doing well, His family seemed quite t- Traditional and old school Like the abortion conversation And I don't like at the that end was... How Colleen and stuff They were like It was a really mature con- I was thinking It was not, not much, a mature like, in conversation my, In my mind Not gonna lie I am so pro-choice That I think That pro-lifers yeah. are just fucking wild because it's like what's a woman can't have autonomy over her her own choices and her own decisions regarding her body like i just think pro-lifers if i heard a family saying that i'd want to run run for the hill because it's just that conversation there was like i'm sorry there was no need for the conversation for one anyway like (laughs) the conversation was so random two i'm sorry why his sister was crying i don't know like (laughs) she just burst into tears why why are you crying Did Are I you getting an abortion? Scene? No, you're not. Like, <laughs> like you are. You are not trying to get an abortion. Do you know this child? No, you don't. Do you like other people's children? Are you trying to look after other people's children? No, you're not. So fuck off. Like, I don't yeah. understand why you're crying. Why you're upset? This is not your child. Like, it's got nothing to do with you. 
Mm-hmm. It was a very random yeah. conversation. Let's not even get and onto it because it was just no, random. But, but, but anyway, carry thing on. with that yeah. is that it's also, I think it was also rude because they were all undermining Nancy's job yes. because she'd already yes. said like, look, I, this is my experience. This yes. is what I've seen. And mm-hmm. but I'm going by my decision that I don't think it would be right if I was to go yes. through with having a disabled, yeah. like a severely disabled child, which is yeah. like, yeah, fair enough. But he was like the pressure from the whole family Very where they rude. were like, we think it's wrong. It's like, who but, are you to say like, that? Yeah. And the thing is, I'm sorry, like Nancy's clearly has seen a lot of things. So there's yeah, a reason why exactly. she feels that way. And that's okay. She can yeah. feel, she can feel that way if that's how she wants to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, that conversation, random. Yeah. And ridiculous as well. Like, I and I don't, and as well, Bartiz bringing up that, because I'm sorry, that was a private conversation between Nancy and Bartiz. Why Bartiz yeah, wanted to bring yeah. his family into the conversation and bring it up at dinner? I'm sorry, are you okay? Like, that is not the time to yeah. be having that conversation. And as well, it's none of your family's business for your sister to it's be crying now. And then he used it as well going forward as a reason that he doesn't think that him and Nancy yeah. will work. And so he like, just well, wanted an excuse. He, she made my sister cry. Yeah, and it's he like, was and fishing for I also for don't know if I find her physically attractive. It's like she's beautiful. <laughs> no. She's pretty. She's beautiful. If you want a skinny, yeah, that was awful. tall girl with like small boobs or whatever, go on, go on another show where you're not blind. You can find that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Why did you come on, again? Why do these people come on these shows when clearly physical attraction means so much to them? Like yeah, when clearly exactly. their types mean so much to them you want and like the way as well these guys like keep talking about their types these women who are clearly the opposite of their types oh i'm sorry that's very manipulative and it's very like condescending and nasty Mm. um yeah i don't know what's wrong what was wrong with these men anyway same yeah so this whole time we knew bartice was going to say no he said no nazi is surprised now bartice is um swearing at her family for whatever reason Mm -hmm. um yeah that whole situation was not for it. Bartice really tried with his redemption arc um, in the reunion. Um, he wasn't really getting much airtime. No one is paying him that much attention. Okay, so next. Um, was there anything else we need to talk about their wedding? I don't think there was anything else. He was just being no. rude to her family, innit? I just love yeah. Nancy's brother. I love that scene. Yes, me too. I liked the energy. I liked he was ready to ride for his sister. He, and yeah. and as well, he cried. He was very upset. He's just like, no, this yes. is my sister. And like, I'm sorry, I would love to have family like that. Like, you know, they really yeah, care. Like they're very, they just want the best. They just want the best for that woman. Yeah. They, and they love her so much. Just And I can't believe she's telling yeah. them to go away. No, like m- my brother can throw fists for me. Yeah. <laughs> come yeah. And, come, and he, come fight. he knew like, from yes. the beginning as well that Bartiz wasn't good for her. Like he just knew yes. it. He didn't like him and, from, from the And from how the amazing is that? Like he was right. Yeah. He was right from the beginning. Exactly. And it was right of him for, for him to have that opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Nancy's brother, you are the winner in this situation. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, okay. Last but not least, we have SK and Raven. So SK... Um, so they didn't even they didn't even get to Raven her decision. SK said no, which that was a bit of a surprise. wasn't expecting that. Yeah, his mom yeah, like same. the way his mother was there like mouthing, "I do, I do." She, yeah, say, she was I fuming. Do. Yeah, she was she was mouthing, "I do," and then and then for him to say, "I don't," and she was just like, "The fuck? Why am I here?" <laughs> like, yeah. And it was just lovely how 
um, SK's mother just went went to Raven's room afterwards and we just came mm-hmm. and spoke to her, gave her a hug and was just like, like I just feel like um, SK's mother was just literally thinking, I don't know about this boy. I don't know what the fuck his problem is. Like yeah. I'm, go- I'm ready, I'm ready to beat him later. But like, girl, yeah. you are you are beautiful. You are lovely. Just everything about you is amazing. Like, just mm-hmm. how I'm just so happy to like t- to have you to have had you in my life and whatever. And I just thought that that moment was so lovely. Um, and it just like it was just making it very confusing because the whole time I was there thinking Raven was gonna say no anyway. Like Yeah, same, like, same. But it flipped, like he said no. But I do kind yeah, of think which I'm happy that, that he, he did. I feel like I feel like mm. SK had to say no so Raven could have like a good kind of arc. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, she wouldn't have true. been seen as a villain because she's already been seen as a villain. And I feel like yeah. SK needed to say needed to be the one to say no. Um, but it was still kind of conv- end as well. Obviously, SK had the reasons with obviously the distance and all of that stuff. Like all the reasons are there. It makes sense. Um, yeah. Anyway, and anyway, what were you just about to say? Why why would you go on the show when you know you're moving to a completely other state no in a few idea. months? No like, idea. You know you're, you're, so you're going to get married, but you, you want a long distance marriage. Like, I, I don't understand his logic no, there. It makes no sense. Um, no sense at there's all. There's not many people that would pack up and go and move with you. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like Raven definitely did start off as a villain because we mm-hmm. I, I was sitting watching it with my mom and we were like, she does not like this guy. Like she won't yeah. even let him touch her. She won't look him yeah. in the eye. Whenever yeah. they're close to each other, like to prevent him from like kissing her or anything, she always had a drink in her mouth. I don't know if you noticed this yeah. or a straw in her mouth or something. Like, she just <gasps> didn't so right. like being around him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I felt she was thing. like, this guy, this guy, I'm obsessed with him. Like maybe it was when yeah. they come around the other couples, they they all of a sudden realised that they, they were more compatible. I don't know. Because I don't know, because I, I didn't feel it at all through the whole programme. I didn't mm. feel it. It was Same. when in the reunion, they said that they were still together that I was just like, huh? And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. And then they kissed in the reunion. I was like, oh, okay then. So they must like each other then. Maybe mm-hmm. clearly they just were very private people. Yeah, Anyway, exactly. sorry. Yeah. But then, but with, okay. Yeah. Go on, carry on. No, you go, you go. I was just going to say, with her um, meeting his family and stuff, it was, I, I thought sometimes her friends were quite quite rude about the fact that yes. he's Nigerian. Like, they were very yeah. rude, like, about... Her friends like, were meant to be Nigerian as well. So... <laughs> it didn't make sense. It yeah. just didn't make sense. They were really rude. And, like, even her when... And they were quite rude about the culture the sometimes as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, when she was meeting the family and stuff, and she was like, what, do I eat this with my hands? I'd rather eat with knife and fork or, like... Right. I, I just thought, oh, Just like, give it a try. Yeah, like, and everything. She was like, what's this then? What's this about, like, the things that he had in his house? And I just thought, why Why are you interested in her? I know she's, like, beautiful, but, like, I I, I just didn't see the compatibility yeah. with them no, at all, No, really. I didn't either. I didn't. And they had no conversation. They didn't speak any time. No. Like, it was very no. confusing. What did they talk um, about? <laughs> I have no idea what they spoke about. Um, But anyway, yeah. Until the reunion, and they, like, looked like, oh, they actually... Very happy yeah. together, they seem, you know. Okay, and then you saw some posts on Instagram of yeah. them together, and like they looked very cute. They're making it work. Okay. So I think this very well, this very much worked out for Raven. Like she had her little redemption, like by SK mm. saying no, blah, blah, blah. Okay. 
so now we are getting (laughs) (laughs) so now we are getting all the rumors that sk has been cheating on raven um, this mm. whole time So let me fill you in Diana Because I know that you haven't got yeah, all of the goss I don't know anything So basically this white girl um, Came out just being like Oh yeah she met this guy on Hinge SK um, On Hinge But Dave and they were dating They were dating while he was filming For Love is Blind um, Then then you see And literally though But this girl has receipts on receipts mm. As in she started to show Like because people were just like Oh this is cat blah 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 But she yeah. started to show photos He flew her out to Paris. He they were in London. They were in they've got photos together. They've gone to all these restaurants. He's flown her out to all these places. They went to like then they had gone to Miami together. They'd gone to Mexico. They'd gone all of these Jeez. photos, receipts of literally and their faces, her pose with him, all of this, all of it. Like oh literally, God. like you cannot so question. SK has money. He does have money. <laughs> Apparently, or he's using his love is blind money. I don't know. Anyway, all of this. Then um then she had she was seeing that someone was calling him and he's got her he's got them in his phone saved as fiance. Mm. And it was Raven. And so and like so she'd seen that and so she had questioned him about it and he admitted that, yeah, I was on Love is Blind, but it's just for clout, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so he had said that to her. Anyway, so this girl, she came to Raven as a woman. Um, oh. Yeah, and said Raven was a slight, don't believe it, blah, blah, blah. But then she came up with the other videos, stuff like that, you yeah. know. Um, and then then you see, and then Raven had like a post saying something about like, about some, okay, I know these, these this isn't what she said, but it's along the lines mm. of these niggas ain't shit. Anyway, <laughs> she posted something like oh, that, no. um, like a TikTok like that. So now we're all thinking that Raven is heartbroken, all of this stuff. Um, but now we're also seeing more rumors that they're still together. Like, anyway, so my conclusion is that Raven and SK were both doing this for clout. I feel like they yeah. had a deal. They um, they agreed that SK would say no first. Like they're both going to mm. say no, but they agreed that, okay, SK should say no first. And um, I feel like they agreed at all. And mm. that they, so because then that would give Raven a redemption arc, and then they'll, I feel mm-hmm. like they agreed that they'll do up their dating and whatever, take a few pictures here and there. And yeah, that I just feel like all of this was agreed. So Raven could, could, could be in a good light, then they would look cute, yeah. they can ride off the clout of being of still being together, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and just get some deals in. Um, yeah, I feel like it's all planned. I literally... I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like, like Raven, she looks like the type of girl that would be like a successful influencer and she's got her Pilates Mm. business. So it'll help that. Yeah, exactly. SK, I don't know what his his motives are, but like, fair enough. Like, it just makes sense. So... Yeah. So I feel like it was all planned. Also as well, let's just like talk about how SK at the beginning, like Love is Blind, the reason why he wanted to go on is that people can't discriminate against a race and all this stuff. And it's just like, okay, the only reason why you don't want that is because you want to date white people. You want to date white <laughs> women. So, okay. All right then. <laughs> um, but you oh, know, yeah, you're- he did say that. But then it's like, yeah. you sound like you're not um, like white Americans. So like, and you talk about the fact you're Nigerian all go. the time. <laughs> exactly. He was the one who kept bringing up that he's Nigerian anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
yeah so I feel like it's all for clout because people are just like oh my gosh she's cheating on Raven and Raven this and I was like no I think that she knew like I think she knew she's known of him the whole yeah. time like even for the even to the point of that she's saved in his phone as fiance <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm sorry when you're cheating on someone (laughs) you know what I mean you ain't gonna save save your fiance or save your wife and your phone as a wife or fiance are you you're not going to like he didn't even clear up his tracks very very much for this girl but anyway they've come out saying all of these allegations and it's all false and whatever Mm. but I'm sorry those photos yeah like you know like those photos don't look like that they can't okay well, this was filmed the same time as the other Lovers Blind was filmed, apparently. Apparently, Nancy's okay. Nancy's wedding was two weeks apart from Deep Tea's, apparently. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. But this is the thing. When would they have... If this was all before Lovers Blind, when would there have been time to take all these pictures, to be flown out and all of this stuff? When mm. would there have been the time for the end for them to... SK and Raven to still be together. When when would the time be? Where would the time? Yeah. Why are there more pictures of SK and this white woman than there are of SK and Raven? Yeah, yeah. You know, timelines are strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> strange, very strange. So that is why I believe that. Um, yeah, SK and Raven, I feel like their whole relationship was bullshit and they're, they're still trying to get some more PR and brand deals and whatever yeah. by trying to take it off. And mm-hmm. yeah, but like I SK was the, soon became the real villain from this season's <laughs> Love is Blind. I feel like the tea that's come out after... <laughs> After the reunion has been more sweet than the whole than the whole season because the season was pretty dry. But yeah, <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. You know, I, I thought you? it was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed. I watching like, it. I feel like I it was dry. It episodes. was, but it was a bit boring going through. Yeah, you know, I think I think the, I feel the like good relating it to Married at out. First Sight. Huh, Karen? What did you say? The best bits were when they were out of the pods. So, like, the pod bit was a bit boring, to be fair. And mm, the pod bit was, was no, boring. Like, there was no, like, fully black w- women in the final. Yeah. Or in, in the, like, they didn't you know, even the show hardly any. They didn't show anyone. No, like, they didn't even show you, anyone you just really talking know. in the pods either. No, and Lauren from season one criticised this. And apparently mm-hmm. the guy, you know, the presenter, I forgot his name, but Nick he said Lachey. that it's never the producer's intentions to, like, cut yeah. people out. But it's like... Well, why why did the black girls never like because apparently there were more couples as well it's just annoying because even the season Mm. before so there was no fully black women there it's just Ayanna and then the season before that was it Lauren Um, Lauren yeah there's only been three so it's like come on like what I'm not saying let's force it but like I like seeing black women but apparently there were more couples that got engaged (laughs) yeah but where are they yeah and who out of all of them yeah but they just don't show them um, mm. So which shows that this is just a show for ratings and whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah. I to be honest, I don't know. I did. I found the season boring. I feel like it was. It was the pods were boring. They came out of the pods, the pods and there was were a so little, boring. Yeah, there was a little bit of tea. Then it was a bit boring because like some of the arguments aside, I don't understand why they're having these arguments. And it, it, mm. I felt like there'd be small things. It would be a bit slow, but I would miss the the interesting things because the rest of the episode would be slow. And then mm. I'll be going through it and just thinking like, oh. And then and then it got to the weddings and then the weddings was like, oh, that was interesting. I had to go back because I'd missed stuff. Yeah. Cause I was like, yeah. oh, what happened? I don't understand. I didn't see them clap when Zainab left mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. So yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, just stuff like that. But um, anyway, it's, yeah. 
Anyway, but it was, it still gave something. He gave us something. And yeah, I feel like the tea good. afterwards has given us even more, which, yeah, you know, yeah. I, and I just like watching the, all the YouTube reviews. So I like watching them. Um, let's shout out Nicole Davis on YouTube, who does all of the reviews on Love is Blind, Love Island and all of that. And also I've been watching Queen E, um, who does reviews on, on the same things. Mm. And I just enjoy watching their reviews yeah. on it. Nice. Um, <laughs> But yeah, look, that's that's all I've got to say on Love Is Blind. Um, oh. Yeah, you want you want to inject? You want to inject? Yeah. It? Uh, uh, I don't actually know this week. Hmm. Maybe again, I've probably said this before, but um, don't be scared to like stray away from your to do lists and just your general lists of things that yeah. you've got to get done. Like, don't put pressure on yourself. Allow yourself to be spontaneous. And nothing has to be just rigid and set in stone. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's a good one. I think, what am I going to inject? I am injecting... Mm, I never know what I want to inject. <laughs> okay, I'm going to inject... Um, yeah just some make make time i think i said this the other week as well mm-hmm. but make make time just like in your day in your week just to do something that actually truly makes you happy like if you just need to sit mm-hmm. sit out and just do something that's making you happy like just do that whether that's maybe picking up a book maybe that's you know downloading some books on spotify or some audio books on spotify they should mm-hmm. really give us a brand deal because look at us um yeah or like you know watch not not feeling guilty that you're watching that netflix show maybe not feeling guilty that you spent lots of money which is something that i forgot to mention like oh yeah over the weekend Mm. um i went to the kai collective sample sale (laughs) and i also bought another telephone bag like i've just been spending (laughs) money if that's making you happy like you know just, just do it um but oh yeah but i got um a dress that I wanted for my birthday I got it it was nice. 380 pounds when I was Ugh. looking to get it for my birthday guess how much I got it for I don't know how much 150 <gasps> mad that's really good <laughs> so good so like I didn't even go over budget when I went to the sample sale I bought two dresses but um yeah like just do just do little things that are making you happy that 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 you know bring you happiness and try not mm. to feel guilty for feeling happy don't feel guilty because because you're spending money or whatever and sometimes like at the end of the day they say money can't buy happiness but no it, it sometimes it does so it buys <laughs> experiences okay. as well like exactly like, and going on holiday experiences and stuff, yeah, which i like, have been like admiring your tan this whole phone call oh <laughs> thank you yeah i'm trying to Trying to maintain it, even on a holiday, <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> Legit, me too. But um, anyway, yeah, that's that's it for us this week. Mm-hmm. We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, you can follow us at Injected underscore Pod on Instagram and on Twitter, and yeah, just like give us five star review on Spotify and on Apple, and yeah. let us know what you think of this of episode ninety nine, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we're, we're here, we're here, and we are um, here. We've made yeah, it. we can't wait to celebrate our 100th, 100th episode next week with you all. Um, I'm Alexandra. You can find me at ALXNDR underscore NIC on Instagram. And I'm Deanna, and you can find me at DEANNNAB underscore on Instagram. Yep, yep. And have a nice day. Have a nice rest of your week, guys. Yes. And we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.